Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J and T. T, how are you? I'm great. And how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Back in the saddle again? Back in the saddle again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what song did I just sing? Because I know those aren't the right words, but the the tune. Uh, No. Da, 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 (laughs) da. You know what I'm talking about. The, the tune, I think, is a little off, but like definitely the um, th- that lyric is a song. No, no, no. But I know. But the tune I'm singing is also a song. <sighs> oh, yeah. Stuck in the middle with, with you. you. There we go. <laughs> it took me a minute, but I yeah. got there. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we are off to a great Seriously? start. <laughs> stuck in the middle with you. I don't know why that stuck with me. I don't know. What Didn't is that? You- what song is that? Uh, I'm just thinking of this. Of wasn't there a show with Suck in the Middle? Wasn't there? A, oh, you might be right. You're right. Be, yeah, you're was right. Was a show called Suck in the Middle? No, 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 <laughs> no. But I know. But I know what you're talking about. That was the theme song to a show. Yeah. Is it the middle? No, <laughs> it can't be. No way. I don't know. Wait, it's not L- even about listeners. That. Will tell us. I trust them. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's just dive right in. All right. Okay, this is episode 808, mm-hmm. titled Baggage. <laughs> Everybody has them. That's true. Um, the Amazon Prime spoilie is Peter helps a recovering alcoholic and his son. Okay. I like that it's about Peter. I know. <laughs> like, I love that. Um, the DVD description is kind of a fucking spoiler. As Cecilia starts dating Martin, Chandler dates Peter's mom, Paris. But then he gets a letter from Roxanne. Lucy falls. Lucy fails miserably at softball. (laughs) Poor thing. I love that the description is editorializing and saying that Lucy fails miserably (laughs) at softball. (laughs) Let's talk about Lucy and that there Kevin of hers. (laughs) I, I... what was the point of that in this episode? Honestly, it's just, I feel like ever since these two got married, all of their storylines are like how they're not good at marriage. <laughs> like, like they keep secrets from each other. They're not communicating. It's like, why did you guys get married? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. This is another c- case of that. Lucy is um, digging through the trash and finds a flyer yeah. for the for a husband and wife softball you know whatever league or whatever that that the um police Mm -hmm. departments are doing yep and she sees it thrown away in the trash and she's like why didn't kevin tell me about this whatever so she confronts him and is like oh what are you gonna do today or whatever and he's like oh nothing just gonna hang out she's like oh really you're not gonna go play softball (laughs) and he's like how did you know about that whatever and she's like i'm coming with you and kevin's like you don't even like softball like get over it and she's like i'm not gonna get over it it's a husband and wife team and we're and we're gonna play it together or whatever and then so she fucking sucks at softball yeah so she goes and like tries to take soft like not take softball lessons but she tries to like go to a batting cage and like hit a few balls whatever fails miserably and then proceeds to fail miserably during the game, yeah. prompting the team to like lose or whatever. Did they lose? Well, no, they might not have because he took her out of the game yeah. midway through. She's like sitting on the bench, like not playing or whatever. And 
And then she gets all mad at him. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a husband and wife team. And like, you know, even if I suck at it, like it's something that we should be doing together, whatever. Like, why do you guys care so much about winning? And he's like, we don't care about winning. It's for fun. But like, you know, like these guys have worked hard all season and da da da. And she's like, oh, yeah, fucking cheaters. Yeah. I, I asked all the women on that team and neither of them are married to any one of you guys or yeah. anyone else for that matter. They're just women that have been playing softball for all their la- lives. <laughs> like, so these fucking dudes like have these like female ringers on their fucking team. Basically. Like, in the name of husband and wife softball. And it's like bullshit. And so um, Lucy calls Kevin on that. And then... I don't even know how it gets resolved. Did they go and they play more? <laughs> I don't even know. It just gets resolved that they decide to change up um, the team. They actually in- invite, tell the, yeah, invite the wives to play. And Lucy's like, I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. But like, at least you're doing the right thing now or whatever. Okay. And the, uh, some of the other original guys quit the team. Oh, that's right. Wow. Like, okay, good for you. <laughs> like, I just I- like why do we care just give me give me another story what is this bullshit story it's what well what's bullshit about it is like it doesn't um carry any of the narrative forward like there's no nothing that happens in this episode is going to mean anything in the next one you know what i mean and And why do we need to see them arguing that's just it it's like i don't know like why can't we see them working together does the show i feel like the show only knows how to provide conflict in by way of like arguments between these two it's like it's like conflict doesn't literally mean like conflict people like take a television fucking writing course like jesus christ like 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 to your point as you said like give them something that they can work on together yeah as a fucking team because these these are two people who are supposed to be like madly in love with each other can we just remember a fucking season ago when they were so in love like like what's happening to them like it's so bizarre I don't know. It's weird. Brenda Hampton, you fucked up again. You done goof, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brenda, you old so and so. Um, yeah. So that's the story. That's mm-hmm. the story of Lucy and Kevin. It's like Nothing. who cares? They, but they might as well have not even been in this fucking episode. Thank you. Ugh. Okay. Can I just make a comment about the opening credits? Yeah. It's so weird because like Matt's gone, Mary's gone, and mm-hmm. Simon's gone. So now after Catherine Hicks, the first name up is Beverly Mitchell. <laughs> Whoa. It's so weird. Like that's so not how it should be. You know what I mean? It's like Stephen Collins, Catherine Hicks, Beverly Mitchell, Mackenzie Rossman. And then you get um Peter, like wow. Scotty, and then Roxanne, and then Jeremy London. Wow. And then, and then in this episode, you got Tyler Hoechlin. Oh yeah, and then Happy. Or no, and the twins. I forgot the twins. The yeah. twins are between um, Mackenzie Rosman and um, George Stultz, who I also forgot. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it just feels weird. It's weird. It's like all of a sudden, like these are like main characters on the show, like George and Roxanne yeah. and Jeremy and Scotty, like are all main characters replacing like the Camdens. Like it's really weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so these are the things that I think about (laughs) such inconsequential and inconsequential information. So, um, we open on Peter and Eric doing like a walk and talk (laughs) while Peter is trying to convince Eric to let him volunteer at like a, like a, rehab center yeah 
or like a like like a AA meeting or whatever mm-hmm. with his dog. Yeah. To, you know, pr- to provide comfort or whatever. I don't even know. And, well, I'll just play the clip. You told us in church to commit to something, and this is what I want to commit to. I know, but... You told us to take our faith and share it with the community. Yeah, but... You told us to reach out and expand and change the world and to be the wind beneath the wings of our faith, remember? I remember. I know I can do some real good with this. I can help people. I can help people who maybe think the world's given up on them. Please just convince the hospital to give me a chance to prove them wrong. If I fail, then I won't bother him again. And if you succeed? Maybe I'll end up changing the world. I know you're going to say that. Look, why don't I volunteer to go with you? Chandler already volunteered to go with me. Then why am I the one trying to convince the hospital to let the two of you go? Because Chandler's busy. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to them one more time. As many times as it takes. <laughs> uh, because Chandler's here. busy yeah. <laughs> with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see the predicament? All right. <laughs> He's so cute. I he just, is. I know I've said this a million times already, but like, I'm just not over Peter. <laughs> like, I know. Just, the fucking cutest honey <laughs> oh my god he hasn't said honey in a minute i know i'm, uh, I'm getting jealous i need to hear it <laughs> he's so cute meanwhile honey herself ruthie yeah is like blatantly very jealous of cecilia and annie's relationship oh yeah like cecilia's like there for dinner she's there for lunch they're constantly going out and shopping and doing all these things whatever and ruthie like makes a comment like oh like why don't you just get cecilia to do that or you know like just like totally like puts it all out there on annie or whatever and then but then all of a sudden like cecilia starts like not wanting to hang out like 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 doesn't come to dinner and it doesn't call or whatever you know and Eric rightfully is like, well, she's not our kid. Like, she doesn't yeah. have to call us. <laughs> like, you know, exactly. Like, yes, but, but it'd be nice. Perspective, you yeah. know. Yes, but, but it'd be nice to call and let someone know that you're not coming to dinner. And she's just all upset. <laughs> she is. And the truth is, is like we saw in that episode a few weeks back, like where Annie was, Annie was just as frustrated with Cecilia's constant presence, yep. you know. And but then they came to an understanding and an agreement with each other that it's like for Cecilia, it's like she she just likes the Camdens. Like it's not even about anything. Yeah. It's just that she likes them that family and wants to be around them and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. and so Annie like gets over that. And now she's like all in with Cecilia, but like Ruthie's not, you know? Yeah. And we don't know this yet or whatever, but like Ruthie's whole thing is just like, you know, she feels like Okay, but like they're my brothers that like Cecilia's taking care of all the time. Like they're my brothers. Like I want to have some of that responsibility. Yeah. And you're my mom. Like I want to share time with you and do things with you and like have yeah. that bond. You know, it's like like I get it that you and Cecilia have bonded, but like hello, I'm your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> like hello, you know. And Annie, of course, like recognizes that. Duh. Like I, of course, should have given as much attention and like opportunity to Ruthie. Yeah. To like step up or like be a part of my life or help out or whatever the fuck you know that Cecilia's doing and god I don't know how well whatever when (sighs) Cecilia calls Annie oh my god it's terrible the way she clicks on her yeah rude 
awful. It, it's just so weird. And then her face is like, mm, I don't know. Like, that that's her face. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Her face is, I want to punch her. She calls Annie to be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't come to dinner. I was hanging out with some friends. Like, totally lost track of time, whatever. And then Annie's like, oh, my God, no problem. Like, do you want to come over for lunch today? Or She's like, I can't. Oh, how about dinner? I can't. I have to work a double shift for my parents. Oh, well, okay, that's fine. Like, oh, you know, I'll see you soon, whatever. Oh, blah. Like, clicks on her before Annie's even done fucking talking. Doesn't even say bye. Yep. Jesus. Like, the worst. I, I... Yeah, I was really put off by that, and I still don't understand why they put it in there, and no one addresses it. Well, it's be- well, they address it in this vein of like, of of why she's doing that, which is because she's dating Martin. No, and I she know, obviously but- feels guilty about that or whatever. Again, weak. All of it is just weak. The weakest part of all of this is when Martin and Cecilia are talking about it, and well, I'm just gonna play that whole clip, but you'll know the part that I'm talking about. Well. I don't want to talk about Simon. I don't want to have this conversation with you. I just want to go out and laugh and talk and have some fun. Oh, I get it. You're not over him. Yes, I am. It's just, I'm not over his family. We went through a lot this summer. We got very close. Yeah, I heard about what happened. The car accident. Lucy told me. Why didn't you tell me? I thought you'd hear about it at school from other people. And you thought those other people would tell me about you and Simon? Are the other people going to tell Reverend and Mrs. Camden that we're dating? Or should I? Are you threatening me? No, I'm just saying. If you can't tell your ex-boyfriend's parents about us, then maybe we shouldn't be going out. Why does her ex-boyfriend's parents need to know that she's dating someone. Exactly. The way he says it is like, well, of course you're going to tell them, right? Like, why would she? Like, They're like, not my parents. And they're not yours either, dude. Yeah. Like, like, what are you, like, tripping? Like, let her handle this however the fuck she wants to handle it. Like, you're putting all this fucking pressure on this whole situation. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I don't get it. Like, I like Martin, but that whole thing of, like, I really don't want to see you until the Camdens know about us is, like, why? Or maybe it's the fact, or maybe it's uh, his way of knowing that she's she's over it. Yeah. Probably. Now that you've said that, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I retract. No, but it's just weird for me, for him, to hold such this, like, hard line of, like, how dare you not tell the Camdens about us? It's like... Aren't you 12? How about you just do what she said, which is, like, go out, have a good time, enjoy each other's company. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, you know? Like, you don't owe anything to anyone. And all I'm thinking... And I'm still... Aren't you 12? <laughs> no. Okay, he's like, what, 16? No, she's like, he's like 16. Yeah, he's 16. No, wait. Because he's a couple years younger than him, than her? Yeah. He is, right? Yeah, but... So he, she's must be like 18 now, or he, 17. She, no, she has to be 18 only because... I, look at us trying to get everything right. Because <laughs> Yeah, like we, the show even gave a I fuck. I know, seriously. Because <laughs> Ruthie says that she's 13, and he says, I'm four years older than you, or something along the lines so of So Martin that. is 17? I think, she, yeah, Martin's 17. And then, then she must be like 19, because doesn't she tell Annie he's a couple years younger than me? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, then I don't, they don't. I don't think he's seventeen. I think he's like maybe sixteen, probably. Okay. All right, fine. 16. And and I think she's maybe eighteen, probably. All right. Because she must be a senior by now. Right? Well, but yeah, because right, Simon skipped senior year to yeah. go to college. So she must be a senior in high yeah. school. And Martin is must be a sophomore or whatever. Yeah. Which makes sense because then Ruthie is now an eighth grader? Yeah. Pro- yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Wait, is she? She who, Or is she ninth grade? They didn't mention her being in high school. That's true. I think she must be like an eighth grader now yeah. or something. I think, yeah. 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 That makes more sense. Plus she's 13. That makes, yeah. yeah, that tracks. Oh, why do we care? I don't know. <laughs> we need to keep this shit straight, T. The, the listening ears need to know. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. So that's the whole drama of this episode is like she's, she, Martin takes it that the, the fact that Cecilia hasn't told the Camdens about them, Martin takes that like she's not over Simon. Yeah. The truth is, is that she is, but she just feels weird about it. Like, yeah. You know, feels weird about, which is why she's pulling back from Annie and everything because she recognizes that it's a little awkward, you know, yeah. whatever. So she's pulling away from Annie and not telling the Camdens everything. And then when she finally does tell Annie, Annie's like, oh my God, dude, fucking go live your life. I love it. Like as long as he's good to you and you guys are having a good time, by all means, amen. She has a little moment with Eric where she's like, like she gets a little sad because she realizes like, you know, now that Cecilia's moved on, like it's really, Simon is really gone. Exactly. Which mind you, as soon as her, as soon as her face got a little teary eyed, I knew it. I knew exactly what she was going to say. Cause I felt it too. Like it does feel like, like you're like really closed a book now, you know, like everything is sort of nothing has to do with Simon anymore. And it's sad. (sighs) Spoiler alert, not spoiler alert. Side note. Um, one of our listeners wrote in, I can't remember who it was now. Um, apparently he wanted to stay on the show, but the show refused to work around his school schedule because David Gallagher actually went to film school. That's awesome. And so, so they, they didn't want to work around his school schedule. So they wrote him out. Isn't that awful? Asshole. I know. Sorry. I know. I'm I I I side with David Gallagher. Like I mean, yeah, it's like what are you going to do? Not pursue your life like because of a stupid show? Like no, but you like, gave it eight years of your life. Like go, honey, go live your life. No, be a person. Go live your life. But the guy also wanted to be on the show. Like how mess? Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Rude. I know. You hear about that kind of shit all the time, especially back then. Like, it, and especially with like child actors and stuff. You and, know. And and and. and. <laughs> Assholes. Simon, Simon's character. character. Like, yes, you lost the like you lost the fiber of your family. Like he was, he was was everything when it came to the Camdens. Like I know it's it's a real shame. It's a real fucking shame. And especially when Matt and Simon are on like on camera together. God, dear God, I hope he's not officially done. Like, I hope he comes back. No, he from has time to. to time, just as Matt does. He does because, like, I miss him already. I'm the same <laughs> like, here. No, I know he does. I know he does. Okay, good. I know he does. Okay, good. Because there's like I've seen a f- because I know I've seen a few images where I'm like, that doesn't look like gotcha, I've seen this gotcha, from any gotcha, episode. Okay, okay, okay. So good. Yeah, I can tolerate. This. Like, I I know that we have to see Matt and Sarah. We still have to see them. Oh, for sure. If not Sarah, then Matt for sure. Yeah. 
I don't even know about Sarah. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god, but I want Rabbi Glass back. Oh my god, tell me about it. I miss him and what's her name already? Rosina. Oh, <laughs> so good. Richard and Rosina Glass. Um, okay, so anyway, where were we? Oh, right. So she tells him all that, or Annie tells Cecilia all that, has her little moment. Yeah. And then cut to Martin walks in and is like, Cecilia broke up with me. Isn't that what you wanted? And I'm like, okay, Martin, pump the fucking brakes before you talk to Annie that way. Yeah, first seriously. of all. Boy, like, let me teach you fuck? some manners. Yeah, Come seriously. inside. <laughs> who the fuck are you right now? Okay. And second of all, fuck you, Cecilia. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. Why'd you go and break up with the kid when Annie just gave you her fucking blessing, you weirdo? Are you not over Simon? Like, what's happening I here? I know. And, and then, yeah, go ahead. I, I don't want to hate on Martin because I know what's going to happen with I Martin. I know, I know, I know. I don't want to hate on him either. But it's like, but it's, but like, I can, I'm going to dish it out when he yeah. fucks up. I'm going to give it to him just like uh-huh. I give it to everyone else when they fuck up. I sorry, like it. not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then Annie like calls everybody over and like straightens everyone out, whatever. Everything's fine. She tells Ruthie, you're right. I fucked up. You got it from now yeah. on. Cecilia, please be with this dude as long as he treats you out right. Dude, please be with Cecilia as long as you treat her right. Everything's happy and hunky-dory in the end. Because she's like family. Because she is like family and you, I like you. <laughs> That's basically what she says. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Not in that sing-songy way, but she says those words. I would have liked the episode more. Oh my God, did. right? Can we just get a Seventh Heaven musical episode? God <laughs> help us. I want that. Okay, nothing is going to be as good as Buffy, so... Of course not. Nothing ever is. (laughs) (laughs) What are you even comparing apples and pears? Like, what are you doing? So let's just not. (sighs) I think the closest to musical we got is the episode where um, Eric is Elvis. (laughs) Worse. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) No terrible the worst the worst (laughs) um so that takes care of that shit okay let's talk about notice how you you just don't really care because this episode sucks yeah it really does (laughs) all right let's talk about peter and the AA dudes. Yeah, see, it's the only part that maybe like eh, well, but then there's also Chandler or Roxanne. So what do you want to cover first? Um, Peter. Okay. Because it's like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Okay, so Peter, as we heard, is trying to get Eric to convince the hospital to let him come with his dog and hang out. They do. So he, Ruthie, the dogs, and Chandler yep. go to this AA meeting or whatever. AA or rehab center, whatever. It's a rehab center where they're doing in like this AA meeting or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you see this man like playing with, with Peter's dog and like loving it, whatever. It's a little creepy taco where where the boy's like, come over here, Peter. I really like you, boy. <laughs> like yeah. I was like, oh my God, where is this episode going? Right? Like, I, there, there were a few times where I got scared. I really have it in my notes. I'm like, Nick is scaring the shit out of me. Okay. I don't know where this is going. Really fucking creepy vibes for a minute. Yeah. And then it, and then not so much. But then he, so then Nick hands this like envelope to Peter. Yeah. And is like, oh, do you know the promenade? There's a bookstore there. Um, do you mind going this afternoon and dropping this letter off for me? And here I am thinking, I'm like, oh my God, this is like some drug deal yeah, shit. Right. I'm like, oh my God, Peter's going to get in the middle of some shit. No, like, this no, is lady, terrible. Jay, you're getting this confused with good television. Yeah, okay? yeah. 
seriously. So, seriously, I had to check myself for a minute. Wait, what show are we watching? Oh, yeah, never mind. Um, so then he goes and drops off this letter, and the and Alfred is the guy's name who he drops it off to. And Alfred reads it, and he's all, nice try. I, do you think this is going to work? You go right back there and tell him it's not going to work. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening yeah, right yeah. now? And it basically, that kid, that guy is Nick's son, who he's estranged from because yeah. he's been an alcoholic deadbeat his whole life. Yeah. And Alfred is, like, not ready to hear it. And so Peter's like, um, I don't fucking know what that foot I got myself in the middle of. Yeah. But what I love is he goes right back to Nick. Yep. And he tells him, he's like, he's like, listen, buddy, <laughs> like, your son doesn't want to have, any, have anything to do with you. And he's like, well, I tried. He's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You had me try. Like, <laughs> you didn't do shit. And like tells him how it is because and then he pulls from his own life story. Little 14 year old Peter is like, listen, my dad was a deadbeat and he just up and left in the middle of the night. And I and I'm glad to be rid of him. But he didn't even fucking say goodbye, dude. Yeah. Like he didn't even give me the chance to like say goodbye to him and like fuck that shit. And like you he you're son deserves better and you you need to do the right thing by him or whatever amazing amazing this kid he's like he's like alfred deserves better because i deserve better holy shit who are you peter i can't i can't even handle him i don't know (sighs) um so good so then he's gonna leave us too i know stop (laughs) uh I can't think about that day right now, T. I, I know, I know. We're just going to soak up as much Peter while we have him. <laughs> he's so cute. Oh, I love him so much. Like, every time he's on the screen, like, my heart just, like, grows three Peter sizes. Peter is our Dina. <gasps> you mean, like, like, the new Dina? Yeah. Maybe. I think so. Maybe. Except I think he's better than Dina ever was. Well, yeah. Like, I just think... Whoever, like, you know, all the writing, all the shittiness of this entire series aside, right? But, like, for whatever reason, this show really knows how to write for this character. Mm -hmm. And the actor is fucking crushing it. Yeah. Like, Scotty Leavenworth is fucking crushing this character. Like... He, I mean, he's everything. His face is emoting everything. Yep. He's saying all the right things. Like, I mean, just oh my god, who? He's just a revelation. I yeah. love him so much. I could, I could write a book about my love for Scotty Leavenworth's Peter Bedrosky. I still love the episode whenever he had makeup on. <laughs> oh yeah, poor guy. Because he got beat up for Ruthie. I know. See, ah, <sighs> oh, so great. Anyway, so long story short, he gets Nick. He or he he and Chandler no he and Eric help set up a meeting mm-hmm. for Nick and Alfred yeah and you know it's like their first time they're gonna see each other and meet each other or whatever in years or whatever yeah and so Eric and uh, Peter set it up and they're like watching from a distance and you know the the men shake hands and they sit down and Peter's like I think our work here is done you yeah. know and or or something to the effect of like. Like they they've already like made a huge step forward because yeah. he showed up. Yeah, you know? or, yeah. What does he say? Like the hardest Some, step is showing exactly. up, or something Some, like that. Like something to the effect of like is like I think I think we can leave now because they've already done the hardest thing, which is like they've shown up and yeah. they're here now. You know, amazing. And then he walks away with his hands in his pockets. 
<laughs> Did Seriously, you notice that? Yeah. He's like this little old man. Like he's it's like so cute. he and Eric are like walking away and he's got his hands in his pockets where he's wearing a suit. Like dude. I love him so much. <laughs> I can't. It's too much. It's like all too much. <gasps> oh, he's so good. He's so good. And so whatever, we don't really see the resolution of Nick and Alfred, but we're left to presume that everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it's seventh heaven. Um, yeah, good shit. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so yeah. let's talk about Roxanne and Chandler. And Chandler. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be the quickest episode ever. Chandler. <laughs> um, so he in Paris, Chandler in Paris, hot and heavy. Everything's great. They love yep. it. Um, they, when he's go, when he comes over to pick up Peter and the dog, right. To go, um, he's like, he's like, Oh, we have a date tonight, whatever. It's their first like real date where he's going to like come over and pick her up and they're going to have a nice meal. Like, Oh, cause they've been hanging out, but it's never been like a real date or whatever. So he wants to do that. So they make the plans. So he's like, he's like, Oh my God, I'm going to come pick you up later. It's going to be amazing. And she's like, I know. And Peter's going to be out like sleeping at Ruthie's all night. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and then she hears what she said and she's like, Oh shit. And he hears what she said. And it's like, goes quiet and then 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 he leaves yeah <laughs> so it's like awkward <laughs> she's like shit i know and she beats herself up about it she goes over to annie's and like tells annie what happened and she's she's like i didn't mean it to sound like an invitation yeah and annie's like didn't you though <laughs> <laughs> and P- paris is like all right maybe i did yeah. <laughs> you know like owns up to it or whatever so then you know, basically, while they're at the promenade, the first time when um, when Chandler takes the kids so that uh, Peter can drop off that letter or yeah. whatever, while they're there, Roxanne shows up, uh-huh. and she's like, "No, actually, she's at the Alcoholics Anonymous. She was getting a report. Oh, that's right. She's like getting a report. That's or right. Something. That's right. Yeah, You're yeah. right. That's where they first meet yeah. up, and that's when she says something like she broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah." I don't even know how it comes up, she just, but it's because it's because it's not like she just brings it around and like there's a no, reason. He, like he looks at her like she does look sad or kind of confused. So he's like, "What's wrong?" Oh, sure, okay. yeah. So and she goes, "Nothing." Like we broke up, and yeah. he's like, "Okay, let's talk about it." And well, she no, he doesn't. He, she's she's like she's like I broke up with my boyfriend, um, and something like she says something which then forces him to sort of be like, I'm actually seeing someone. Yeah, no, she said, you want to go grab supper. That's right. That's right. She wants to go have dinner and she's like, and he's like, I can't tonight. I am seeing someone. I have a date and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like some other time, you know, whatever cut to, she goes to the church Yep. looking for Chandler. Yeah, I think, but finds Eric instead. Yep. And, um, and sort of like starts thinking out loud, you know, with Eric and yeah. realizes that like she's still hung up on Chandler and that and that she can't just like go up to him and be like and tell him that or whatever. So she's, she's like, I'm going to write him a letter. So like writes in this letter. She like had the letter ready. <laughs> That's and true. It was Eric. just like right there. Or maybe I should just give him a letter and she pulls yeah. it out of her back pocket. I know. Like, oh, did I just run into you here? Sorry. Um, anyway, so then, so then when Chandler stops by the office to like pick up his jacket or whatever the fuck or his wallet or something. Yeah. 
Um, Eric, like, almost, like, as he's, like, running out the door, he's like, you have a letter on my desk? <laughs> like, yeah. He, like, runs out. Like, he doesn't want to be here for it. You know? Were, were you kind of, like, thrown off by that comment that Roxanne makes to Eric saying, I know you're... I know you don't like me and don't like me for Chandler or yes. something like that. A little bit because I don't remember that being a thing. Exactly. So I was like, what? But see, that's the thing is like when, when all of that shit was happening between him and Roxanne, one, Eric just didn't like Chandler, like period. Yeah. Right? And two, I think she might have been alluding to the fact that he, Eric wasn't exactly thrilled that they were like fucking basically. Uh, I think, I think that's might might have been that she was specifically talking about because he made it a point to like call them both out on that shit. Right. Yeah. In the beginning of the season. Yeah. 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 So your fucking business, dude. I know. Seriously. Like keep your judgment for your family <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck. Like anyway. So, so then he reads this letter and we don't see him read it or anything no. like that. But he sees it. He smells it. It smells good. Yeah. Um, and then and then he calls Paris and breaks their date. Yeah. And I got to be honest, it, bad move. Bad Thank move, Chandler. You. Terribly bad move. Like, don't break your date. Especially if you know what you're going to tell Roxanne. Like, which, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. But, like, knowing what you know you're going to tell Roxanne... Save it for tomorrow, dude. It's yeah. not going to change. Fucking don't break this Good. hyped up date that you've been waiting for with this girl you actually like and whatever. Who's been waiting by the phone for you to <laughs> I call. Know. It's, it, was, it was a bad move. It is a bad move. It's a stupid move. Yeah, exactly. Stupid. So he calls her and tells her, like, I'm so sorry. I, can't, I, have, I have to do this, but I have to break our date. Like you know whatever and doesn't really even try to explain it she she doesn't really give him a chance because she kind of like clicks on him or whatever but like but like yeah. she but he never like really like begins to offer a reason he's just like i have to do this and it's like okay like what do you think she's gonna think you know seriously cut to they're at the fucking promenade together he and roxanne yeah and she fucking kisses him mm-hmm. and paris is right there and i'm just yeah. like oh my god this couldn't be any worse <laughs> like for any of you yep. like this is terrible so then so then chandler like put like is like i don't want to do this here so they go back to her place yeah and then the next morning, he shows up at Paris's house in the same clothes, clothes, which again, bad move, dude. Yeah. Fucking go home and shower. What are you doing? Like, he's just doing all the wrong things. Um, so she's like, doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, wh- you show up here after I saw you kissing Roxanne. Like, you're yeah. wearing the same clothes that you were wearing last night. Like, what, what are you doing here? You know? Seriously. So then they have this conversation. Just leave, please. Just let me tell you what's going on. Then if you still want me to go, I will. Roxanne wrote me this letter. She thought she was still in love with me. Pretty interesting letter. Look, I know that I was wrong to break our date last night. But Roxanne and I are still friends. And last night she needed me. Are you two back together? No. Look, I'm not in love with Roxanne, and she's not in love with me. And Roxanne and I are not right for each other. She just needed me to remind her of that. To remind her that that we both need to move on. What about us? 
Well, I think that we should at least get to know each other before we move on. Dork. Seriously. I can still leave. If you want me to. Do you want me to? Of course not, you idiot. Yeah, and <laughs> interesting letter. I know. It's like, now is not the time Stop for jokes. Stop thinking out loud. <laughs> like, he's so stupid. <laughs> like, there's a... There's a line in Friends. It's at like it's in the season the series finale, right? Where um finally Ross and Rachel get back together. Yeah. And she's she's like, I don't ever want to fuck this up ever again. Like you and me, like forever. This is real this time, right? And like, yeah. you know, and he's like, Absolutely, whatever. It's like it's like this like passionate, amazing moment. And then and then he like stops. He's like, Well, unless we're on a break. And yeah. It's like, and then he goes, he catches himself. He's like, don't make jokes now. <laughs> like, it's like that exact moment. I'm like Chandler, what are you doing? You're God. here on fucking on your hands and knees, pretty much like begging to get back with Paris after everything. And you're like making a joke about the interesting letter. Like, uh, moron. I knew it was wrong to break our date. Then don't don't do fucking it. do it. There's and you know if you're if I'm Paris, like there's a very short leash leash for that kind of behavior. I'll tell you what. One time, maybe twice. Mm, I don't know, honey. Exactly. I don't know. Anyway, so so then you know they kissed it out, whatever, and then and then we have something else to talk about. Ah, the invitation. I know that when you told me that uh, Peter was going to spend the night over at the Camdens, he didn't mean it as an invitation for me to spend the night with you. That's why when you said it, I, I, I just let it go. When you didn't mean it how it sounded, did you? No. I, I don't know. No. No. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, no. Are you trying and, to convince yourself? And then she just like walks away, and Chandler's face is like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it. dang. <laughs> Maybe if you hadn't broken your fucking date last night, it might have been different. Uh, I just gotta say, I love that Chandler is like sex positive. <laughs> like, I got, I love it. I love that he's like, it's on the table always. <laughs> 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 For a man of the cloth, he knows what's up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh man! And then that's basically everything, you guys. Yeah. Like that's the fucking episode. Yeah, nothing really happens. Nothing of consequence happens. There's no growth. Nothing. No. No one cares. Just an episode. Yeah. Not that great either. No. Let's rate it. <laughs> Shockingly. Yeah. Um, yeah, two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. <laughs> I'm going down, sir. <laughs> oh, I know that song. Yeah, you do. What is it? Mary uh, Mary J. Blige. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so not who I was thinking is like her voice in my head. Because the first time you probably heard it was Tamara. Tamara? Yeah. T and Tamara. Uh-huh. Uh, Sister, Sister episode, she sings it. Okay, definitely not the first time I heard it. That was my <laughs> first even, time. Or probably. if I did, I don't remember it. <laughs> like, See, I remember that because that was the first time those girls would sing. Oh, in the show. 
They sang it together or just no, Tamara? just her, because like uh, her boyfriend just broke up with her, and somehow she made it in the talent show. Oh, so that's the story. <laughs> that's the story. God, I love a good talent show episode from the nineties, right? I love that. I'm so God, cheesy. I miss the nineties, I really do. There was some good ass TV, though. Can I say so? Um, my cousin's fiance, who I might as well start calling her my cousin too now. Um, she had her thirtieth birthday a couple of weeks ago and it was 90s themed <gasps> nice it was amazing she like encouraged everyone to come in costumes which like everybody did oh, which the like, costumes is obviously like you know like a stretch we just we just dressed like we did in the 90s you know lots of overalls myself included lots of flannel lots of dare shirts funnily enough yep <laughs> um and then and so but her decor was amazing like she had um she had her streamers were slinkies <gasps> and she had hung like like strings of CDs in between them very cool really cool and then she had made these centerpieces of like orange like she had spray painted these cassette tapes orange into like a little box and put like flowers in them cute like a little crate but it was made out of cassette tapes oh man it was just so great and then she had this like photo backdrop wall that had a bunch of like like logos from TV shows That's and like awesome. stuff and then she had made like like a couple of like punch bowl drinks gin and juice who loves orange soda oh shit <laughs> and i can't remember. oh and then um um something about like some punny title referencing the big lebowski like it was a white russian yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, it was just really fucking awesome. That's a nice it was, party. And the whole and then she had some DJ who was just playing like all of our jams from like the nineties and like kinda early two thousands as well, but just like all the shit that like takes you right back to oh. when you were a teenager, you know? That's the shit. Just the greatest. It was so awesome. Good times. <laughs> That, yeah, that's a fun party. Yeah, it was. And everybody was dressed the part, like, down to, like, the tea. Like, we all were wearing, like, chokers. And, like, ah! everybody had their, like, hair, like, crimped or flat ironed yes. or whatever. Like, it was just really, really cool. Good times. That's awesome. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, the 90s. They were a good time. Yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> all right. So we rated this turd of an episode. Any Easter observations? No. Anything we didn't talk about? I don't think so either. All right. Well, as always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We're on there, bitches. Um, (laughs) Wherever you get your podcasts, you name it, we're on there. Subscribe, rate, and review. If you leave us an iTunes review, we will read it on the air as evidenced by last week's episode. The greatest review of all time. Um so you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the social medias. You can send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. You can also subscribe on Patreon and become a heavenhead and you'll get access to two bonus episodes a month where we watch movies that T has seen and I have not. <laughs> and we do live commentaries, <gasps> which is amazing. Um, and is that everything? I yes, believe so. Until next time. Bye. Bye.